Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I did have a conversation where it kind of blew my kids' minds. My, my twins were talking this morning, and every morning there's a negotiation after the twins wake up. Because when Liv's up, I can, I'm watching SportsCenter because I'm up at 545. And I'm not really doing anything because it's 5:45, and I'm just kind of there. Like she's pretty self-contained, she's there to make sure she doesn't fall asleep or not get on the bus. With the twins, I'm making breakfast. I'm kind of running errands and stuff. So in the seven o'clock hour, there's always a negotiation on whether Dad can keep um, Sports Center on the TV or not. Because the twins would rather watch Modern Family or uh, a YouTuber or literally anything other than sports. Well, okay. Izzy would just watch the sports with that. Sophie is my girly girl. She wants nothing to do with that. And so today, because we were in the middle of the negotiation about uh, whether or not uh, we were going to have uh, tennis on the, sorry, um, sports center on the TV, what blew my kids' mind, because they couldn't figure out why there was a sporting event on TV at 3 a.m. And my kids are pretty smart. And so I, I was, I was like, well, yeah, time zones, man. They're, it's not in. They're not doing this for Manaway, Ohio, playing these tennis championships. They're somewhere overseas, and that's at a different time. They're like, okay, but it's three o'clock here. I'm like, but okay, but it's not three o'clock there. And we just didn't get there. Okay, I. It's not that my kids. It's not that my twins don't know about time zones. It's in the moment. It's seven o'clock in the morning when they hadn't had their eggs yet. And when dad was still a little sleepy and maybe a little bit grumpy, we just couldn't. It wasn't really that they failed or that I failed. It's that we failed to 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 find an argument that persuaded them to believe that those tennis players weren't playing tennis right down the road from us and that they were playing it at 3 a.m. That it was really they were in either Italy or France. I don't know because it's tennis and I don't care. Um, and I can say that right now because Dustin's not in the room. Um, we just didn't get there. We just did. Maybe we'll take another swing at it later today. Who knows? Maybe tomorrow. And then it got into the, like, do people actually stay up and watch this at 3 a.m. in the morning? And I was like, not only do they stay up and watch it, but my partner will go to bed, wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, stay up for three hours, watch it, and then go back to bed. And they, in fairness, they tried to call me on it. And I was like, well, Dustin's probably asleep right now, but I will get you some sort of double secret confirmation that, yes, 
He he is of the sickness that makes him wake up at three o'clock. There's not a damn sporting event at, at to the Super Bowl. You could have the Super Bowl three o'clock in the morning, and I am not watching the Super Bowl at three o'clock in the morning. Let everybody else watch it. I'll watch a rewind later. No. At three o'clock in the morning, my fat ass is asleep. You told me last week that they could put it there and still have the same amount of viewers. Uh well, minus one. They could have everybody no, else. You, that's a flip flopped on that. <laughs> that's now. that's not flip flopping. Flip flopped on that. Everybody else would watch it except me. Nick, if you're not watching it, there's a a billion other people that are not watching. I don't it. think there are people who value sleep the way I value sleep. Like I, uh, yes, there is. He's sitting right up there and he's going to host here in about an hour. All right, it's me and JP. We're the only one. Most people would uh, don't mind disrupting their sleep schedule as much as I do. I there. Once 10 o'clock hits or whenever, like I'm like my, I like to sleep for, cause here's the other thing. I wake up at five 45 with my oldest daughter, as I've already mentioned, cause I'm a good dad. Cause now I'm trying to impress you. Um, what I need to go to bed by nine 30, 10 every day so I can get up with her. Nothing's getting in the way of that. So you need like eight hours of sleep. I, need, I know that's what they say. Is I like need like, for I people, need at least seven hours of sleep every night. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I am. I am not the same person if I don't get especially now like working till seven it's just it's an energy thing i don't feel as crisp if i get six hours and 59 minutes of sleep than i do if i got seven minutes on the on the dot or more and honestly um if i didn't have a family i could sleep nine ten hours a night and just be the nicest person in the world the more sleep i get the nicer happier mellower saner person the less sleep I get, the more the, that you get when we had that argument about uh, dynastic teams earlier today. The guy who's just looking for blood. That's 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 the difference. I mean, what percentage of people you think actually get seven hours of sleep a night? I think I think if, I think a fair amount of people. I think I think probably over eighty percent don't get seven hours of sleep. I think that's incredibly high. I think there are you know what two one six four seven four double oh nine two. Or, you know what, maybe we should probably put it at Nick Wilson says, because if we just took calls, like, do you get seven hours of sleep or more? That might be a little not great. So at Nick Wilson says, at Dustin Fox 37, at afternoon, 923 fan. Nailed it. Wasn't even looking at it when I got that. Um, do you get seven hours or more every night? I'm the of pool sleep? expert here, so let me uh let me phrase this one online. Oh, you get what was what was the uh what was the uh Notwithstanding tomorrow or whatever the hell it was, no, we're not counting with, this weekend with zero consideration. With zero consideration for Sunday. Yeah, you are the pole smith over there. By the way, seventy-seven uh, percent of people think you're full of crap. So seventy-seven people agree that the Chiefs are uh, already Ross a dynasty. Was with me, so I had that. Yeah, and then I pushed him on why is even it three? John McClain was with me because he said if you noticed the end of his answer. He thought you meant if they win this because he said if they win a third at the end of his answer. That's what he said. If they uh, win a but third. But if you listen to the first 90% of his answer, the first 90% yeah, of well, his answer would, is. would be what you do. Take it out of context. Already, no, you mean the proper context, the context in which I heard it. He said they're already a dynasty. And by the way, when I pushed Ross on why it has to be three, who came up with three, he did not have a good answer. And then when he did have an answer, which was, I don't know, it's always been three. It's it's tougher to win the uh, that amount of championships. Real Xavier P. I'm so glad you brought this up, talking about whether the Chiefs are a, a dynasty or not. Uh, Ross's answer is basically that it's easier, it's too easy to win two Super Bowls, and it's too common that that teams win two Super Bowls in a five year window. Real Xavier P. Doing the research for us, thank God, because I already do enough prep. 
saying uh, teams with two Super Bowls isn't as common as Ross says. Only six teams in 35 years have two-plus wins in a three- to five-year span in 35 years, 17%. He gets mathematical on his ass. 17% isn't common. The numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you. So I believe that's math's way of telling you the Chiefs are already a dynasty. Thank you. Let's close that book. Nick Wilson's right. Ding. One for Nick Wilson. The poll is up, by the way. And I didn't lead anybody to this. I said, how many hours of sleep do you get? The choices are seven or more or less than seven. I actually will tell you, Dustin's the one that says you lead with every poll. I am the he one. He might be sleeping now. I, I don't know. I actually will say, despite the fact that in a argument on air, you are kind of a skullduggerous bastard. Your polls are, are 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 pretty darn on the level. I give you credit for that. I'm going to go ahead and click that. Uh, I get seven or more there. Going to go ahead and retweet that. See what we can. Fifty-seven uh, percent early votes in. Only seven votes. In fairness, fifty fifty-seven uh, percent of people saying. And now it's now it's ten votes and it's fifty-fifty. Mac, you're a man child. Do you get uh, seven hours of sleep or, or night or more? On weekends, yes. Uh, during the week, depends. Usually between five to seven. What is it? Uh, what does it depend on? How much Madden you play? No, how many TikToks I watch. It's also fair. That's also fair. But I feel like I pretty much. I feel like I pretty much made multiple points here. Two one six four seven four double zero nine two. Are the Chiefs already a dynasty? Mostly because I would like more people to agree with me on that. Dustin, Keith said, and I quote. 80% of people don't get seven hours of sleep or more at night. Do you agree with that? I do. Show your work. I think people are busy. People have kids. People have stuff going on. There's, I think you give. Open I think you think people like the majority of people go to bed at 10 o'clock at night. I don't think that's the case. Like that's their time to get something done or watch a show. They're probably not. Most people probably don't go to bed till like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And they're probably getting up by like. You know, five o'clock, five thirty. I don't feel like people wait. I feel like I'm the anomaly. But we don't how- work as early as most people. A lot of people are on the road by you know That's taking fair. their kids to either school or daycare by six six thirty. So That's fair. I I mean I don't know. Uh, Robert asking if you can restart the poll because he meant to say no just to agree with you and disagree with me uh, because he wants to, to to keep you happy because you let him on the air. I don't think he understands that I am the one that sees the name and decide. Now that sounded like I'm. Um, now I feel like a control freak here. Now, now uh, I sixty percent of people so far are saying less than seven. I just saw. By the way, BT Dubs. Um. Oh wait, I'm looking at the wrong poll. Sorry, I gotta make guys. Let me let me get my eyes on the right poll here. Um. Fifty three votes are in. Fifty one percent of people saying seven hours or more. I don't know how many how many votes you had at the time, but you might be good at posting the polls, but winning the polls. Uh, that's your boy. I don't know how people are getting seven hours of sleep or more. Like, because these- I think you, I think you and I are the anomaly. I don't think as many people wake up that early. I, f- I feel like more people, especially now in the age of uh, working from home, like Ness, Ness uh, starts work on any given day at like seven thirty. Ness wakes up at about seven twenty-five. I think most people are just like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll start working, and at some point, like in, in our case, I'll make breakfast. I'll make bacon and eggs and whatever I make yeah. for myself, I'll make yeah. for her too. Or like she knows I'll make coffee or we'll set the thing before the the night before or we'll make cold brew. So she knows that's kind of taken care of because she doesn't have to drive anywhere anymore. I think that has changed the game for a lot of people who work from home. 
and they they sleep in a, a, a just a hell of a lot more than they did if you had to to leave your house. Brandon, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Hey, I was just calling to say I, I'd say folks normally uh, sleep about five to six hours a week. I know uh, retired folks. They'll uh, go to sleep 8 o'clock at night, but they'll be up at 2, 3 in the morning uh, getting ready to do some work on the side or work out or just get in some kind of routine they had prior because of their first jobs. You know, like most adults with children, they're only sleeping usually five to six hours because they're used to routines and such. Um, especially, I know a lot of successful people, they get up 3, 4 in the morning because they want to beat the normal crowd out to do their work and then... They usually get home about noon, you know, stuff like that. So I'd say folks are sleeping a little bit less. Now, you got the younger crowd that if it works out, they're trying to get their seven to eight hours and stuff like that. Folks that just particularly work part-time, they're getting their seven to eight hours. But people that work full-time and then they work more than 40 hours a week, they're doing stuff of that nature, they're only sleeping five, six hours a day. Brandon, that was some Steiner math, but I appreciate the explanation. Uh, there's just a lot to it. What I will say is uh, my grand, my my grandpa's generation, those people have never broken their rhythm. Like my grandma Barb woke up every day at like 5 a.m., like 4.45. I remember because anytime I'd sleep over, like even when I was like in high school, I'd sleep over and I'd hear her get up and she would then just go and you'd, you'd it'd be like 6 o'clock, you'd wake up and she'd be gone. I'd be like, what the hell is going on? Even after she retired, it wasn't until, unfortunately, dementia kind of broke her schedule, but like last 10 years of her life before she got sick, this woman woke up at 445 every freaking morning. Greatest generation. I think the most puzzling thing in the NFL right now, Dustin, is how the hell Bill Belichick has either not gotten more interviews for a head coaching job or has not already landed a head coaching job. I, I cannot figure it out. Like the latest report is Atlanta. Atlanta was pretty hot and he- hot and heavy for Bill uh, early in the coaching cycle. He's already been through the two uh, interviews, and there's a lot of there's kind of a lot of thought that he's not going to be the guy now. And I just I can't imagine firing an inexperienced head coach in Arthur Smith who just wasn't ready to be the coach you needed, just to turn around <coughs> with. Pete Carroll, with Bill Belichick, with Mike Vrabel, Mm -hmm. with uh, Jim Harbaugh. I cannot imagine having one of these coaching searches and thinking to yourself, you know, I think I'm not going to hire the guy that has either been to an AFC title game, been to a Super Bowl, or won six Super Bowls. I just, it is beyond me. Like, I'm surprised more teams that were on the fence. Like, if you're Buffalo, and I, like, it's so rough because, like, Sean McDermott's a good coach. He's a really good coach. I mean, I've known that guy for... God, 18 years. He was my secondary coach in Philadelphia. And but, like he's a he knows the game. He you know it's funny. You know, you know who he was teammates in college with? Who? Mike Tomlin. I did not know that. They both played at William Mary. I actually I think I might have heard about that at yeah. some point. Yeah. But like that's who, who a scenario. Were also both my coaches. But like that's a scenario where the Bills perceptionally have topped out. If if there was no Belichick Carroll uh, Vrabel, um, Jim Harbaugh, I would say, we'll just stand pat, right? If yeah. it was between Ben Johnson and uh, Bobby Slowick, I would say, well, one of those guys could be it, but what the hell have they done? McDermott's done it. Leave him there. But, like, if you're even on the fence, like, you and I were talking, like, Belichick's probably not going to Buffalo, all right? There's just, 
It's in the division. It's maybe it's a tougher place to live. The dude's 72. I I would imagine that some place like Atlanta probably makes a hell of a lot more sense for Bill because it's probably going to fit his lifestyle. And what 72-year-old man wants to deal with the kind of snow you get in Buffalo? But like other than that, Pete Carroll you telling me Pete Carroll couldn't step in tomorrow? And all you need is three years. If you think that guy can give you three years, you tell me that guy couldn't get you over the hump? I, I honestly I honestly think that, like, any coach who's halfway decent can probably get the Bills over the hump. Mm-hmm. The thing about P- Pete Carroll is, like, I mean, I know he's in his 70s, but, like, that's just a number, man. Like, there, my dad's in his 70s. Mm-hmm. Pete Carroll. It's not the same 70s. People who are in their 70s sometimes feel like they're in their 90s. Yes. Okay, Pete Carroll is a 70-year-old guy who appears to be like a 50-year-old guy. My grandfather's 84, and he might as well be 62. The man just, I, I don't know what it is. He's still as, as like, he's kind of like Fred Willard. Like, you remember the the actor who played, like, Phil Dunphy's dad in, in Modern Family? Fred Willard. Wasn't, wasn't he, like, the killer in Scream? No, no, that's Matthew Lillard. Oh, Matthew Lillard. Okay. Right. <laughs> that's really funny. Same difference. I I actually bet that Matthew Lillard and Fred Willard have actually been in a movie together. Um, but no, like he's just, he's like the mayor of every town. That's my grandpa. And so like, that's Pete Carroll, by the way. Pete Carroll at 72 was dancing in the locker room. But back to the Belichick thing. I'm almost disappointed in the NFL. Like, this is where the NFL really doesn't ever meet in the middle on anything. When it comes to, like, groupthink. Like, it- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is just all in one direction or uh, like right now, all anybody wants to have is the next Sean McVay, the next Kyle Shanahan, the next, uh, you know, whatever young it coach. Um, and and yet there's a guy in Houston and D'Amico Ryans. And granted, D'Amico is quite a bit younger than Bill Belichick. He's about half his age. But like... That dude just proved, hey, yeah, defensive coaches matter. Um, Bill Belichick, defensive coach, won six Super Bowls. Mike Tomlin, defensive coach, has won a Super Bowl. John Harbaugh is a special teams coach that then coached on the defensive side of the ball to get himself a head coaching job. Mm -hmm. John Harbaugh is not an offensive wunderkind. I just cannot figure out how the NFL – and listen, either Slowick or – uh, ben Johnson, one of these guys could end up hypothetically being the next guy. 
But how do you not? I mean, how do you have every one of these damn coaching searches open, and there's like one team that is kind of halfway interested in a guy that won six Super Bowls? Because the odds are, because the the rebuttal is going to be, well, how long is he going to want to coach, right? Because he's seventy two. Bill Bill seventy two. Pete's uh, seventy two. My point is, you just fired Arthur Smith after three years. Most coaches last for three years. This is not a, hey, can we get a coach that's going to be here for 10 years? No, this is a, hey, can I have a coach that's going to elevate this thing, maybe win a Super Bowl, at the very least get us to a conference title game, and then three years from now, we're one of the most sought-after jobs in the NFL. Oh, and he could win, hypothetically win you a Super Bowl. I just can't figure out why why there isn't, I mean, even, even Harbaugh. Like, we're doing this dance with Michigan. Uh, we're doing this dance with Michigan and and, and uh, the Chargers. And by and large, guys, I think some of this is just Harbaugh playing both situations. Like, yeah. I think Harbaugh is going to get everything he ever dreamed of from both situations and then make his decision. Like, I think, I think one of the reasons the Chargers job has taken so long is he's making sure he gets his general manager. Um, and I think that really set him back in San Francisco. He didn't want you know, him and Trent Baalke did not get along. Right. So, but I, I think he's playing it really well. But the point is, why, why aren't there three more teams just begging Jim Harbaugh to come do a second interview and also throwing everything at this guy? It's a fair question. I mean, do you think that his agent is telling teams like, hey, he only wants to go here? I mean, that could be it, but it just feels like the market for established coaches right I mean, now is got, really he, flaccid. He's got the football world by the balls, dude. Well, but like all of these guys should like this is and like this is not the same thing as a retread coach because this isn't a guy that won one playoff game in four years like Jim Schwartz in Detroit, who it's a little bit tougher of a sell or made one playoff game or whatever. It That's a tougher sell. Like this is a dude. These are guys who've been to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I, I, this is this is the Super Bowl of off season for coaches. We've never had this kind of just raw experience and talent out there on the market. And you would think that that Bill Belichick is like the, uh, I don't know, forty nine year old defensive coordinator of the New York Giants coming off a six I mean, win B- season. B- Bill should just go to the Bills and just. Beat the crap out of the Patriots. Wouldn't that be funny? I the, the revenge factor, you can't tell me, wouldn't work a little bit. So, like, here's the thing. Bill could go to the Bills, and I, I, I would bet they'd be they'd probably be the favorite to win the AFC next year mm-hmm. with Allen. And he could then redeem himself for all the Tom Brady stuff. Yeah, I mean, and that's, by the way, that's the exact situation you should look for. A situation that he doesn't have to build. He can just step in, coach, be the guy, Win his what is it fifteen games? I think something like he's to catch Shula, yeah, and put yourself in at least a chance to win one Super Bowl. Like look at Arians. Arians is going to be remembered as Tampa Bay's coach. How long was he there for? Four years? Was he there for five years? Maybe, maybe. And all that matters is he went to two Super Bowls and won one of them. the The fact that that guy went to Arizona for half uh, more than like six or seven years and. Every year they overachieved, and he reinvented Carson Palmer. None of that matters because he won a Super Bowl with Tom Brady. He is a Tampa Bay coach for here for hereafter. So I just I can't figure it out. And like a situation like Atlanta, 
I mean, unless Bill just wants to be everything. I got to be the GM, the the president of football operations. I got to be everything. And the same thing with Pete. But like if all they want is just they want to be the head coach and then have a GM that rolls up to them. I I, I don't get it. I, I I'm beginning to think that most of the NFL just wants to win on their terms. Yeah. Like Vrabel just Vrabel apparently is going to go interview in Carolina. Man, and that's not a job he wants. Yeah, well, but in more importantly, that's not a job Dave Tepper wants to give. Dave Tepper wants Sean McVay. Yeah. He doesn't want Sean McVay exactly. He wants the next Sean McVay. He wants Kyle Shanahan. He wants something young and sexy. And why? I just want to win. Like, why do why do more organizations have to win their way instead of just winning? Yeah, it's it's weird because here's the thing. You know, when you're dealing with guys that are billionaires and 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 have all this power and money, like you you care more about like you getting the credit and you making these decisions as opposed to like letting someone have the power to come in and take over the organization and actually help you win. Mm-hmm. Which is why it's it's few and far between where like owners and front office people can actually collaborate and allow people to have a say. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate, but that's 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 how teams win. Like the ideal situation is in Pittsburgh, where you have ownership that believes in extreme continuity, and that there is some sort of a relationship and collaboration between the the coach and the the GM. But by and large, it's it's on them to figure it out, and the and the the owner's job is just to help put the guardrails in place that that relationship doesn't implode because of ego. That's the perfect scenario. Mm-hmm. Those that, that that's like, there's three of those jobs in football, right? There's always a Jerry Jones in the room. There's always a, um, uh, you know, a, a, a long time presence in either the coaching staff or the, the, there's always somebody that's, that's a stick in the mud. Right? So if that's going to be the case, don't worry about like, Hey, is this guy going to be here for 10 years? Chances are he's not anyways. Right. Oh, but we're going to give him a good chance to be. Well, I bet you thought when you hired Arthur Smith, you were going to give him a good chance to be there for 10 years. How about you just make it three really damn good years? I just, I just whatever's going on. And I, again, I'm using Bill as kind of the greater conversation point here. In an offseason where you've got a bunch of teams that aren't sure things. Mm-hmm. Then going out of your way to find first-time guys, yeah, you might find your McVeigh. You also might find your Shermer. Yeah, you might find your Shanahan. You're more likely to find your Jason Garrett. I'd rather I'd rather have something proven in. By hand. the way, can I say something? You may. Jason Garrett going on TV has not helped helped his chances of ever being a coach again. <laughs> Why do you say that? It's not very good. It's just not your thing. It, it, it's it's just like I I don't know if the guy knows football. So funny to say that. I mean, I know he knows football. I'm but not being about, I'm being a little conveying. facetious. It's but about like, conveying football. Yeah, That's the job. In, in like can, again, TV's hard. I get that. Um, I've done it for a long time. It, it it's still hard after a decade. But like the point is, like if you can't convey just the simple stuff to like an audience that just they don't need to know like the hardcore X's and O's. How do you talk to your team? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, that, that derailed. No, it, it, it's funny because. Am I wrong? 
Well, no, because now his agent is isn't even trying anymore. Remember oh, for a long time, well, why would he? His agent was trying to get him in, like, oh, he could be the new head coach at Notre Dame. Could be the new head coach at literally every team. Or he's, oh, you know, he's the new the offensive coordinator here. Never happens. Why? I think we might see it on TV. That's a really good point. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.